I'm Lisa Hyde, and welcome to the Confidence Crown Podcast. I believe one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is freedom. It all starts with your journey into self-belief and creating the confidence to live your life with abundance. Ladies, it's time to earn and own your crown and be the yes queen you are destined to be. Together, let's make it rain. So we're going to have some fun today. Um, While I've been interviewed by them before, I've never interviewed two people at one time. So today you're going to meet Abby and Issa from Wanna Vibe Podcast. These two ladies met during their respective wellness journeys, both mentally and physically. Abby's had sparked from a combo of medical issues and pregnancy weight gain, and Issa's came from overcoming an addiction. And they wanted to share what they learned, their stories, and their perspective with those who might be going through something similar. Well, these ladies are super awesome. I love the Wanna Vibe tribe, and I'm so thrilled to have Issa, business owner and spin instructor, and Abby, beauty and nutritionist, here today on The Confidence Crown. Okay, we are back. This is so crazy because we were just chatting (laughs) off the air and that probably would have been even better content (laughs) than anything we could talk about now. But um, while we're recording this, we are in the midst of the coronavirus Mm -hmm. and Abby and Issa live in New York. And so we were talking about how LA and New York seem to be the only two states that know what the heck's going on where everyone else thinks we are crazy for overreacting. So... (sighs) Ladies, welcome to the Confidence Crown. I'm so Yay. excited to have my first threesome live Thank on air. Thank you so much for having us for your little menage. This is awesome. <laughs> um, as I said before, Abby and Issa have an amazing podcast called One of Vibe, and they've got the One of Vibe tribe. But I want to—I he- want you guys to hear from these ladies directly how and why they want a vibe. Mm, we love vibing. Who Always. wants to start? I knew we were going to do this. I was just going to say that, you know, Issa and I met um, in different parts of our own respective wellness journeys. And we really clicked around all things wellness, which to us doesn't just mean fitness and nutrition. It means Mm -hmm. finances and spirituality and career development and friendships and relationships and everything that really kind of contributes to your everyday, right? Absolutely. Um, And as we shared our stories with each other, you know, we sort of felt called to share it with other people too, so that they could come along for the ride and, you know, pick up what they need and leave what they don't. And it was, it was super like organic how it happened, but also forceful, which is like Abby's brand. (laughs) Um, but like, it's really nice because when we found each other, Abby like picks up where I leave off and vice versa. Like our personalities really mesh, I feel. And a lot of people like, I think see us and when the way that we, for lack of a better way to put it, like vibe together, it just kind of like blends really well. Like Abby just one day was like, we're doing this podcast here. I got this equipment, figure it out. And I was like, yeah. I'm sorry. What? Thanks. But I did it because I know that she has like, she's the driven one where like, I think about it and I won't put it into motion. Cause I'm like, but what if, and I'm not sure. And she would help me get like that confidence to be like, okay, like, cause I had her and I'm like, I'm going to follow Abby and we're going to go from here. And it's been like a lot of fun. And we got to meet you. We got to meet so many people and just yeah. like really no, I, share about. I love your energy. And this makes sense why Abby has the toilet paper and you don't. Yeah, that's why, <laughs> right. I'm going to buy some off of her at a very, a very high cost. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm not about <laughs> Again, to uh, not make a, 
profit off that investment. (laughs) Oh man. Oh man. Sorry. There are so many jokes we want to tell right now, but who knows what, what the situation will be when this airs. I know y'all are on the outside right now. If you have kids in the car, you should probably turn this episode off. I can tell you that already. We curse a lot. (laughs) We curse a lot because we love it. Um, but I love you. you guys do have an amazing energy. You are like yin and yang. And I love, love, love how you do it because it is fun to get two sides of every story. Um, I do think you compliment each other so Thank much, you. but what are you two up to right now? Except hiding from hiding the from, world hiding in your, from in your respective homes. Well, I'm the sick one right now. I'm not really feeling that well, but I do not have coronavirus. At least I don't think so. Um, <laughs> knock on wood, but yeah, knock on wood. But life right now is really great. Just working. I work with my dad. Um, we own a business together and then I teach spin classes five times a week. They just added two more classes for me. So Fantastic. It's just been, yeah, it's just been that being busy doing those things. What about you, Ab? Yeah, I'm working too. I'm actually moving across the country to your <gasps> neck of the woods, but I'll be uh-huh. in San Diego, not LA. Um, so Wanna Vibe is still going to live strong, but it's going to be a remote um, venture. And when I'm not working, um, I have a family, but, and then Issa and I just have our little side hustle trying to grow. Um, but not, you know, our whole thing is like, I don't want to shove anything down anyone's throat. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, I think the growth that we've had thus far has been super organic. Our support and our listeners are just so lovely. And we, you know, they reach out to us and they tell us about their lives and their struggles. And it's just, it's like, I don't want to mm. lose that, you know? Um, so we've been we've been sort of trying to balance that. Like, how do we grow, but stay the same, if that makes sense. No, I love it. Um, And you know what? The remote thing is going to be fine. Obviously I'm talking to you in California. You guys are, you know, in New York right now, but yeah, you have to just make a little bit more of a plan and an effort to stay on your schedules. But I don't see anything wrong with that. And I love San Diego. So I'm going to be visiting. You better, girl. Um, no, we're Watch really out, good at scheduling. Isa. That's the only thing that me and Issa have, have in common is like we're both obsessive planners. And it's worked good. very mm-hmm. much to our advantage. Um, but whereas I'm the one that's like, we're doing this. I can be very impulsive and irrational. And Issa's thoughtfulness like kind of grounds me and like checks me once in a while. So it's really nice. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And and that's what's really cool too. Like you said, you've got multiple things going on in your lives and you come together for your podcast. And again, the tribe that you've created, which is really awesome because you guys are nurturing and you're really fun and you're giving each other and your audience so much value that why not keep this going? I mean, Again, I think the podcast medium is so much fun. I think this is great getting to meet people from all over and getting to share stories. What made you guys like, so Abby, obviously you were the one who said we're doing this. What clicked? What made you guys want to add the podcast into your lives when you obviously have many, many other things you're doing? For me, I think, oh, sorry. For me, I think it was like when Abby brought it up, I I just think so much that we really prioritize our friendship. For me, it was always odd to find like an adult friend, you know, like, mm-hmm. or like even mm-hmm. the thought of like having friends outside of like the people that I grew up with or even people in college where you like meet them in class and like you're around them all the time. Yeah. This was an odd situation because we met at the gym and it was kind of like I, I courted her. You know, yeah, when- <laughs> oh, I love it. But what I love is that like when she brought up the podcast, I felt like we've through it all, we've always prioritized our relationship. 
And so like, it's always our friendship first and we trickle down from there and then we're able to execute like what we want. Cause I'm admittedly more emotional and Abby's more strategic. And so that's where we balance it out. No, I think it's great. And actually what's really interesting is watching you guys together. I, again, going back to how this platform works and how you guys decided to add this into your lives. I think what's cool is you're taking, again, your own life stories, how you guys met, how you incorporate this, and you're continuing to share these stories. And that's what people relate to because they get it, right? Yeah. Well, we, I don't think we started doing this necessarily like, we didn't really start it as anything more than just a hobby, right? Like we just thought it would be something cool to try. And like the equipment's not that expensive and like, it's better than going out and drinking together. And we're having these conversations anyway, so we might as well just record them. And then it became this interesting kind of beast where, you know, people would say like, oh, I'm so glad that you talked about that because that's how Mm -hmm. I feel. And everybody, you know, makes me feel like I'm crazy. And like, I know people say to me all, because my whole thing, not my whole thing, but part of the things that I say relate to being a mom and not really identifying with being a mom and Mm -hmm. saying things that I feel like I'm air quoting right now. Moms shouldn't say, right? Like I love my kid to fucking death, but sometimes I want to punch him in the face. Like (laughs) every mom feels that way. Exactly. Nobody talks about it. And it's like the same thing with like periods. Like Issa's super grossed out by my period cup. And I'm like, yo, period cups are the best. We didn't have that because I get a visual. I get a visual of the cup and the cleaning and I can't Uh, handle it. But my point is, is that like people don't talk, like women need to empower each other. Absolutely. And that's not going to happen if we're keeping things from each other. Totally. I am though very happy that um, the cup was not around in my time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I got to... Skip right past that. Um, the cup's amazing, man. I'm, I'm like, you can put my face on the box. I, I said, well, just person. for the record, I support Abby's cup. I just, <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I support the it. cup. I, I learned about the cup in depth from, um, no pun intended. No, no. <laughs> That's good. That's good. From, um, Busy Phillips, sorry, when she was dedicated to sharing the cup um, on her show. And so again, something I I happily miss, but totally get it. Um, Although to me, it kind of reminds me of the diaphragm, which is a big failure in my life. So I don't know. We missed the diaphragm. We did. Okay. Cause, cause that that was, that was a big um, messed up. Yeah. I haven't heard good things. Um, but to make, to, to make it a little more more relatable, like I think finances is a huge thing that women don't talk about. And then therefore we make a huge point to talk about on our show because the less we talk about it, the less power we have. And no wonder men are making more because they're fucking talking about it. Mm-hmm. Boom. <laughs> yes. And sorry, that is it's so funny because I think this week or last week I had a post just about that. Like, stop. Your money mindset is screwed up because you don't talk about money. Yeah. Right. Like, you're so afraid of it. You're not earning enough of it. It makes you crazy. Oh. You want more of it. It makes you crazy. You're not talking about how to actually healthily earn it you're making yourself crazy. Like, mm-hmm. oh, money yep. mindset, man. You can see those people. You can smell them a mile away. For sure. Like, 
oh, you got some money problems. And it's not just about your bank account, but it's how you're thinking about it. Yeah. Everything I feel is attached emotionally, whether it's like your, you Mm -hmm. know, how you, what you do physically, what you do emotionally, what you do financially, everything starts up top and it trickles down and just like seeps into your life. And it's either great because you have a good either upbringing about it, or you've learned about it, regardless of what it is, or it's just trash because you haven't. No, totally. And that thing as a child, because if someone in your family told you that people were evil who made money or that money was evil mm-hmm. or, I mean, any connection to a negative connotation to money when you were a child from your family, parents, grandparents, whatever, it's stuck mm-hmm. and it screwed you up later. For sure. So yeah, we got to get rid of that bullshit, man, because mm-hmm. it's it really does hold you back when it shouldn't. Yeah. Exactly. I couldn't Everyone's agree more. capable. Everyone has an opportunity. If you want to put the effort in, everyone has the opportunity to earn. Yeah. A lot. A I lot. mean, I think that goes People are comfortable like, at different levels. prioritize what they either unconsciously or consciously think is important. And it's the same thing. Like people make excuses and they say they don't have time for a side hustle or they don't have time to go to the fucking gym or whatever it is, but really it's, you're not making that time. You're making right. excuses. Right. But they're going to complain about the fact that they don't feel good. They don't look good. They don't have enough money. Yeah. It's like, yeah. guess what? Why don't you put a little action in there? But I think that also has to, so we're talking about worth and worthiness, like mm-hmm. feeling worthy, having worth, like it's, they're not, but they are connected. It's it's very interesting how people mess that one up. Yeah. Because um, you could be dirt poor and have the greatest self-esteem. Mm-hmm. 100%. So it really is, right. It's not the dollar. I think, that, I think it happens more the other way. I think people I who are super wealthy are super miserable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the answer. But you can't equate your happiness and you can't equate your success just on a dollar. It's about impact. It's right. about the life you're living, but you cannot be sitting on a couch complaining that you oh don't have X, Y, and Z if you're, you're not, not doing, doing anything. Shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I was watching Confessions of a Shopaholic the other day. Mm. Do you remember that movie? It was on TV and I was like really thrilled to see it. And um, the male protagonist, I forget his name. He was like, he was lecturing whatever her name is, um, and said, you know, cost and worth are two very different things. And for some reason, like, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a grown up now again with the air quotes, but that struck me so hard because Mm -hmm. the number one thing that I preach all the time, I say to my husband, I probably say it to you, Isa, I don't know, it's all blending together, but time is money. Mm-hmm. And you wasting time is the same thing as you wasting money. Like your time is valuable. So like when my husband tries to go fix his own fucking car and it takes all goddamn uh, day, yeah, it's not worth the $500 that you're saving yeah. or whatever it is, you know? Mm-hmm. And the same goes for like, if you can throw money at automating a system or hire someone to do something Abby, that you're speaking is speaking my language. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a big proponent of like, Maybe you're spending more, but your time is worth more than you're spending. Right. And then in the end, you're not though. Because if you give up that time to do those tasks, you're not making any money during that time. So what, what the what? Like, (laughs) what the what? (laughs) what Guys, come on. Like literally do the math on that one. For sure. Yeah. 
Hence the housekeeper, hence the food delivery, hence the options not to do things that will take away from my income producing activity. Yeah. A lot of my friends will say like, all you care about is money. Well, not a lot of my friends. I have like some friends that are like half friends. Okay. So they'll be like, all you care about is money. And I'm like, well, honestly, you fucking pay my bills. So like, (laughs) how are we going to like, I can't like, I love my favorite thing is like when someone's like, can you be here at seven? I'm like, I can be there at eight. Like I get out of work at this time, whatever. Oh, you're going to miss everything. I'm like, you won't fucking miss me for one hour. Right. And then I'll make some money and I'll be happy. We'll both be happy when I show up. Totally. And I I don't think, I don't think you should ever be judged by the amount of time you work, workaholic talking, but, um, because it, this is my choice. This is your choice. Like we choose to put that time in now for a reward later. Exactly. Mm You know, I'm going to work my ass off now because in a few years I'm going to be done. I'm going to be retired. Like, this is not like, we're not going at this pace forever. Yeah. Right. And maybe even not that you're going to be done. Maybe you're just going to slow down a little bit. I I was going to say, I think it's important to know your boundaries. Like I know, or know your limits, right? Like I know Mm -hmm. that my brain is hyper productive until like 3 PM. And after 3 PM, if you give me something to do, or if I set out to, it's not happening. So at 3 PM, that's when I start to like power down. And And I just know that about myself. Yeah. And yeah. Eat snacks. 3 PM is my snack time. (laughs) I don't want to interrupt my snack time. No, no, no. And it's important. It's going to happen. No, just (laughs) so go with the snack. Just don't do the caffeine at that hour. No, then I won't sleep. It, it, right. It messes up with a lot of other things. Um, and I actually, I just, I took people on a tour yesterday of one of the, um, health facilities I frequent where I get hormone replacement, such a, another fun subject. Sorry, Isa. Um, but <laughs> it's a reality. And yeah. in fact, we were talking about the fact that from 30 on, you need to start looking at these things. And mm-hmm. there was a list of things. If you're feeling that slump in the afternoon, if you're feeling fatigue, weight gain, weight loss, all these things, it's because your testosterone and estrogen start to decrease right. from 30 on. Mm-hmm. So some of the stuff you're feeling it is because of the pace that you're running at, but it's also your internal clock saying, girl, you're burning out the adrenals as well. And your right. hormones are suffering. Yeah. So if, if that's a constant that doesn't change, like when you take some time off, like when you're on a vacation mode and you still are feeling that stuff, go get a blood test. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm hyper, I'm hyper aware of hormones. I love hormones. Um, she really does. I do. I don't know what's wrong with me. I was no, Abby. I think we're twins. Talk about hormones. It's like, but I find them so fat. I mean, I just find it so fascinating. And like, these are the kinds of things that I geek out on that mm. I then word vomit at Isa, and then Isa's like, "Hello, this is a podcast. Like, stop talking. <laughs> Let's plug in the mics." You know. I know. I'm, I'm always trying to stop her from finishing her sentences because I'm like, "We need to record this. Hold on." But it's because oh Abby gets so deep into whatever the topic is. So we'll say hormones, right? Yeah. And she dives deep, learns it all. And then I just by proxy, just standing there, listening to all of it. (laughs) She's teaching me about it. And then I'm like, good. What probiotic are you taking? (laughs) What are you doing? And then she helps me. Yeah. No, that's, and that's it. And that's what we as women are. It's our responsibility to share this information. I literally took people into the room with me yesterday while I got my hormone replacement implant put in my tush. Wow. And I, 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 
I did live for one of my groups through the whole thing, um, which I will, I will put up elsewhere soon, but yeah, because I don't want people to be afraid of it. Like it's, it's not a big deal. It's a big deal when you don't take care of yourself. Yeah, exactly. The process itself, not a big deal. And here you guys can watch. She, you got, thankfully you weren't looking her view. You were from my view. (laughs) (laughs) Are you, are you like Suzanne Summersing, Summersing? How do you know who Suzanne Summers is? Oh my God. Oh, come on. You guys are I was too just young. saying, I was just saying that if they had a step certification that I would do it like Suzanne Summers did. But you guys, she, the, the, but the, she's, the she like the pioneered the hormone reverse yes. aging movement. Yes. And it's really fucking true. And this is why you look so amazing. You do well, look amazing. I love, write this down. <laughs> so I remember, I think it was Oprah who was interviewing her at home with her husband and she had this trail of supplements on her countertop yeah. and it looked like a train. It was insane, like the length of it. And I remember watching that and laughing, being like, oh, never. Did you read the book? I didn't read Fast the book and I'm going to. You should see the quantity of supplements that I take a day. But so, yeah, I can't believe yes. you guys know about Suzanne Summers. Okay. Yeah. Um, there was this really cool thing she used to promote, not just step stuff, but um, it was a thing you put between. To make your thighs tighter. What the hell was that called? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Oh my God. I could use one of those. I remember being like 10 and wanting a thigh master so (laughs) fucking bad. Yeah. That explains everything. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, corrupt, but still, I mean, look at her now. No, no, she's stunning. I'll take a thigh master. She's stunning. She and um, 10. Um, Oh my God. Bo Derek. Bo Derek. Like, no aging. Like, Holy yeah. crap, no aging. Yeah. And um, you know who else is in that category for me? Maybe a little bit older, Raquel Welch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's such a babe. Yeah, such she a babe. is. She is. They've all got it figured out. Well, I tell y'all, just saying, just start now. Just yeah. ease into it. 30 Did on. Did you read Suzanne Summer's book, the the one about the hormones? I'm going to yeah. read it. I got to read it. I haven't read it yet. I read it years I ago. I read it. I know. Listen, we're, but that's they might it. have we'll, it on Audible. Yeah. Oh. But we're going to read it. We, we download the info and we give it to you, Issa. Yeah. That's how this works. Thank you. We give you that's the That's how we've the trained her thus far. Right. I tell you, hormones by proxy. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I think that's important. I mean, again, at first I was like, God, are they going to like this? I'm like, you know what though? I wish I had known about some of this stuff. I wish that I had been yeah. aware. I mean, my mom and grandmother kind of talked about it, but definitely not enough where I'm like, damn it, which one of you actually like had problems with it and which one of you didn't? And why, you know, why am I going through this? Anyway. Stuff you learn. So ladies, I'm saying just ask your mothers and grandmothers now while they're still around so you can find out whose life you're going to be duplicating because it is different for everybody. (laughs) Know both stories. Mm -hmm. Um, And also just be open to learning. So Abby, thank you for for being an advocate as well because I think it's really (laughs) important. Um, Again, I think it's all about knowledge and you guys make better decisions when you just have the information. Yeah, and I don't think that like our our current education system empowers women enough to understand their bodies. Did we talk about this when on our podcast? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like, no, no but I'm, I'm with you on that. that like, if I, don't I think knew, if I knew, I think a lot, if a lot of women knew exactly how our reproductive systems worked, then we wouldn't be so fucked up now. Totally. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I didn't know until legit I was pregnant <laughs> that there were only like two days a month that you can get pregnant. Like, mm-hmm. And then I would have saved myself a fuck of a lot of anxiety in my early twenties 
Right. You know what I mean? And I would have been smarter about tracking my cycle. And not to say that I wouldn't have used protection anyway, because there's other problems to worry about, but I wouldn't have worried so much about the pregnancy part. You know what I mean? Right. I just don't, I just don't think that there's enough information that's in front of our faces. Like we as women have to go out and find it and seek it totally, and surround ourselves with people who are going to share it. No, I said, didn't they take sex ed like at a school or isn't it like a voluntary or Um, a lot of them are out now? Yeah. My friend teaches health, health and phys ed. It's like combined. Okay. Um, but it's very much like what do they say in Mean Girls? Like, don't have sex or you'll get chlamydia and die. Like, that's pretty much the yeah. Fantastic. curriculum. Fantastic. Great. And also, here's a condom. Like, great. Right. But then even still, like, going on even just reproductive systems and then also back to financials, like, nobody knows how to do taxes or understand yes. it. You know, like, and which is something, just such a key thing that we should be knowing as adults. And if you're lucky enough, you're raised that way and you know. Yeah. And right. Watch, like, fucking commercials or then you get arrested. And you're fucked. And you're no. like, I didn't know I had to do that. No, I, I, it, it does. It does baffle me. Or, or we deal with it all, a lot of entrepreneurs and they start businesses and they don't realize the kind of taxes that they're going to be looking yeah. at. And maybe it should be better if you do quarterly taxes. Like everyone's going to be in a different bracket. So there's different choices in ways, but you've got to ask. You can't just go into it totally blind and be like, oh, I have to pay taxes on this and I can't write right. this off and I can't write that. And there's new rules this year and things are different. And But it's up to you if you're a business owner to be educated on how to run your business efficiently. So oh, yeah, those I, I have people asking me right now, tax questions. I'm like, I am not an accountant. Yeah. I mean, right. I'd love yeah. to tell you what I do, but that doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So right. talk to a professional. Yeah. Always. And I think that's one of our favorite things too, is that we can find professionals, mm-hmm. women that want to talk about their, you know, their specialties and what they're strong at. Because again, like a lot of things that we're not strong at for me, especially, and I've been re- realizing this recently, it's difficult for me, even though I have the knowledge, like I know better to say, I can ask someone for help. Totally. I mean, for me, we should all mm-hmm. have Susie Orman on. <laughs> she should just do mm. a whole financial. <laughs> oh my episode god, for us. that would be like goals, right? Because um, I mean, like, that was the that first gonna... financial book I ever read. Because it's the truth. Like she lays it out. She's so oh. like, here you go, lady. Like this is it. No, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, there shouldn't be a mystery around any of it. I think some of the best investments I've made were getting a bookkeeper and an accountant that actually spoke my language because the old school ones don't understand entrepreneurs. And so, yeah, I mean, switching accountants and getting a bookkeeper, life-saving, life-saving. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. Um, But Um, I don't know everything. I will say like, I have a financial advisor and I laugh because I'm freaking out this week. (laughs) (laughs) Stock market, just take a big ass dive and thinking about well, there I might, I might be working a few more years than I was planning. It'll come back. I, I know, I know. But I, I leave some of that stuff to professionals too. Like I like to yeah. know a certain amount, but then yeah. there's an element of it where I'm like, it's like you're speaking a foreign language to me. I just want to know that I'm making safe and sound investments and that this is going to help me down the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, but completely closing yourself off from learning any of it or not acknowledging it that you need to have a retirement plan. Uh, ladies, who the hell is going to take care of you if not you? Yeah, exactly. So depressing. Sorry. Growing up, my mom was always like, always have your own savings. 
Mm-hmm. And I had never heard that before, you know, like you hear of like joint savings or whatever, but just to like, just when you said, who's going to take care of you when you get older, mm-hmm. like, these are things that I think about all the time. Cause I'm like, over my dead body, will I rely mm. on you to do anything totally. for me? You know, like if you help me, cool. And like, I'll help you too, but no fucking way. No. going to go down like that. And I'll, I'll go to that next level of like ugly. Sorry, Abby, I'm cutting you off on this one, but no. just in case. Since you have a family, Abby, and anyone who owns a business, if you have a family or you own a business, meaning it's in your name, you need to have an estate plan. Mm-hmm. Yes, 100%. It's, it is so fiscally unfit to not have rules in place in case something happens to you or your spouse, significant other, whoever it is, a horrible incident of a very successful young single mom who was in a deadly collision. Mm. She was in her 30s. She Terrible. didn't, she thought she had, you know, forever, right? Yeah. Understand people, everything goes to the state. It's called probate. Ain't nothing going to your kids. Nothing's happening in your favor. You haven't listed who you want to take care of your children. You haven't listed where you want your money to go. You haven't done any, like this is for real. Yeah. Don't wait until you're 40 or 50. Like seriously, if you own something in your name, oh, sorry, piece of property. Sorry. If you own a home, if you own a business or you're married, you gotta get the legal paperwork written out. It's like, it's uncomfortable. And that's why people don't want to do it because they don't want to think about it. But once it's done, like, it's just such a peace of mind situation. And like my, um, grandmother's, um, she had her estate all lined out. Right. And she has dementia. And so now my mom is fine. My mom, it's been like so long, like people with dementia live forever. I swear to fucking God. It's like, what the hell is this? Um, but my mom and her brother are fighting over all of this stuff. And so that sparked in my mom that not only was she going to line up her estate, but she was going to line up everything. So when she kicks it, me and my brother don't have to do a damn thing. Her funeral's planned. Her plot is bought. Like everything is done. And I think that's how it should be because when you're, if, when you're dealing with a loss, the last thing you want to do is think about all of the paperwork. It's the hardest thing in the world. Somebody over it. It's It's just the selfless thing to do. Totally. And it's incredibly hard on the person going through it as well, right? Yeah. As a caregiver, it was horrible. Family member, it's horrible. Particularly if there's like kids, plural, then every, Mm -hmm. you don't want people bickering about this. You don't want the the assumptions. Like, you know, I love like grandparents and parents are always like, oh, when I go, you're going to get this or, you know, whatever. If they tell every yeah, grandchild they're going to get that necklace, yeah. watch out. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on. Like just, again, this is about being smart. It's about looking so that down the road, you don't have to worry about these things. Have it all written out. Right. Yeah. So, sorry. I think That's that, that goes PSA. for a lot of things too. I mean, like we, I know Issa's a big fan of writing things out. Issa likes to write out everything. Good. But I think it helps you stay focused. You know what I mean? And it can be cathartic for some people to write things out. Like I think it's very underrated. But then again, you have to get it to the professional because the handwritten notes that my grandmother made don't count. So she thought she was, I know, but that's, just want to clarify that one. You can write everything and then you have to give it to the professional who they have to actually Notarize, notarize it and certify that it's actually what you've added to your plan because mm-hmm. my grandmother 
continued to make notes. She had different ideas about, you know, which charities and which things she wanted. And so when her advisor did check in, which also a huge thing I'm crazy about, like if someone's over a certain age, that advisor needs to check in every single year and look at the documents, ask Mm -hmm. the documents. Don't just assume. So she thought the notes were going to count. She was handwriting her notes. Grandma. You know, and that makes me, I feel bad for her too, because she she thought she was doing the right thing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Because it was in her handwriting. Yeah. So. Long Sorry, story short, cover your tangent. ass, y'all. Yeah, Come we on. went really off on a tangent here about finances, <laughs> legality, which is but really then, not our area of expertise at all. No, but but again, business owners, property owners, married people, you gots to think about those around you for later. And yourself and just too. Yeah, I was just well, going to yes. say that. It took the words well, out of my mouth. Well, I'm selfish as shit. So like, I'm like, <laughs> my father and I own a business together. We own the building. And then I'm like, not even engaged. And I'm like, John, when we get married, your name's not on that fucking piece of paper, just letting you know. And he's like- You need a prenup. Well, yeah, Mm -hmm. obviously. I'm not just going to, I'm not, listen, what is your, is it Grandma Hyde? I'm not going to be like Grandma Hyde, just writing it down. (laughs) But I do think that's adorable. No, I know. And, and, And the sad thing is we had just like gone through all of this like with my mom and her husband, like it was like crazy. Like, what do you mean? But that was, I blame, I also blame the financial person who didn't go and actually do a check and like, oh, you've made updates. Can I see them? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Come on. But if you have a professional that you're relying on and they're not being thorough, then it's the same thing as having a shitty doctor, man. You got to go find somebody else. Totally. It's it's like a bad accountant too. Um, But (laughs) Yes, you own a property with your dad and your name is on that. That is yours yeah. until the end of time. It does not go to your spouse. Never. Sorry. That's that's the world I, world I grew up in because that goes back to how are you going to provide for yourself later? That's that checking or savings account that you keep for yourself. Mm-hmm. That is something that your family created. That is not something you created with another human. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah. Now, if you get into business with your new beau, beau that's a whole other subject. What would you, what do you think we would do, Abby? Like a comic book resale, <laughs> a book about a podcast about comic books. Oh my god! Actually, I, I think it'd it. be pretty good if John was in it. But anyway, we digress. I, so comic books, huh? Uh huh. Does he have a a store where it's all memorabilia? Um, I have two filing cabinets in my bedroom. Filled filing cabinets. They're taller than me. I'm five feet, high, <sighs> five foot flat. Yeah, mm-hmm. a shorties shorties unite. And um, yeah, they're hideous, but that's what he allowed me to paint the room because it was also like under the sea, dark blue. And I felt like I was drowning. You guys can't see my bedroom right now, but it's like a gray color. It's gray. I can see the gray. It's very pretty. So anyway. Um, I swear I've lived both of your lives. Issa and I have an ex who had a memorabilia store, which is why I was asking. Oh. <laughs> so like all those damn boxed toys and crap and comic books and- yeah baseballs. I don't know. Just like, come on now. You know what? It's my life. I'm just embracing it now. You know, I'm here. <laughs> 2020 so is the year of surrendering, man. Surrender. We just got to let go what we can't control. Right. For real. Yeah. But he had a storefront, so it's all good in the house and a filing cabinet. It's fantastic. There you go. No one has a storefront with that. Stuff. <laughs> um, ladies, I loved talking to you today. Um, yeah, we love talking and to you. I appreciate it. I know we went off tangent, but the thing is we are helping others. We are just sharing some good knowledge, making sure other people are going to flourish and not go down the road and make mistakes that we made, right? Learn from our mistakes. Please don't do anything that I've done. 
(laughs) (laughs) And also like, you know, if you find something cool or something that works or you learn something new, like tell a friend, like don't keep that shit to yourself. Mm No, no, share, share, share a lot. I think that's been like the biggest (laughs) asset that we've had, like that we are very open in our communication and we're at a point like in our lives where we're just able to be super honest super open and then also kind of like bounce it off other friends and feeling more confident that like, if we can talk about it with each other who have our relationship has matured so much that it seems like it's been so much longer. We've only been friends for about a year. What? Right. It's been, it'll be two years in August. It'll be two years. I'm sorry. I like a year and a half. Years. Yeah. Okay. So it's still like new and it's, but it's not. Yeah. yeah. It feels like forever. Yeah. And so like, it's just like really <laughs> lovely to like really establish that. And then, you know, to talk again, like with the podcast, like talking to everybody and opening it up is fun. And we just want to encourage women to like give each other a lot of confidence and give each other a lot of strength and give each other a voice so that we can all share and really grow with each other as opposed to like keeping it to yourself, being selfish and it not happening. But that's Mm -hmm. how nothing's going to change unless we have this open line of communication. If we want women to be earning more, having a bigger presence in this world, we got to keep sharing everything we're learning. Like, yeah, it's all about (laughs) self-education. We just need to like, we just need to do more money things, fuck more, eat what we want. And then we're done. All right. I like it. to life. I love it. Issa. And a dog. Write that down. (laughs) All right. We're going to have the wrap up question. Oh, wait, first. Ladies, where can everybody find you? And if you want to do it separately or together, but Abby, Abby can Lisa. go ahead. Abby's the best at it. Wanna Vibe podcast on Instagram, <laughs> Wanna Vibe on Facebook. You can join the private Facebook group, which is Wanna Vibe Tribe. Issa Ooh. is Isabel Louise underscore, and I am the balanced rebel. Yeah. <gasps> love, love, love. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Last question as we depart for the day. And remember, it's separate here. We get two answers. Abby and Issa. Which actor or actress would play you in the story of your life? Oh my God, I would love for it to be Selma Hayek. <laughs> oh, I like that I can one. See that. Very I good, would like Lisa. for Kate Hudson to play me. Boom, bingo. <laughs> yes. All right, you guys, you guys, that's like, good. You're good at that. You already played this game. You know. <laughs> that's you a really know. good question. I think we're going to have to use that. We're going to have to reuse that one. No, I love it because it goes back to my old Hollywood days. This is a game we played all the time. It's a good you one. The story of your life. Yeah. Lisa, I'll play you in a movie. So it used to be Drew Barrymore because I have that crooked talk. Oh, I do I never, off. She I does, but you, I never noticed that I you wouldn't had have that. pegged you for that. Oh yeah, I got the crooked talk. But it's going <laughs> to be like old, old school Drew Barrymore, like Fifty yeah. First Dates Drew Barrymore, yes, Charlie's Angels um, Drew Barrymore. Ooh, Charlie's Angels Drew Barrymore. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking more about Never Been Kissed Drew Barrymore. Oh no, you're <laughs> sexier than she is. You're way Joseph sexier than Rosie, she is. No kind way. Of like, <laughs> But I'm like that. I'm, I've always been kind of like just the girl next door. I don't know. It just, I, whatever. I've always vibed with the young lady. I love her. And, and we have the crooked talk. So she's the best. Um, best. Yeah. Thank you. Thank <sighs> you so much. Um, yeah. I don't know these days. I've, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure these days. It's funny. I can play this game with everyone else, but I have, um, I you know Kate, who you, Kate Winslet was the one I got last. It was somebody oh, really? That. I was going to say, and I don't know her name, but the one that played the bar owner in Coyote Ugly. I'm referencing some real throwback movies today. Uh, Remember her? Yeah. Oh God, did I represent her? Um, no, you just look like her. <laughs> no, but I'm trying to remember if I did. Um, 
Oh. Oh, did you represent her? Oh. I thought you oh. meant like in like, as a person. Oh my god, that is so funny. Like, um oh I think damn it. Like Maria or something. Yes. I, I, there's no way her last name is ever going to come to me. No. Are you but Googling you. it? Yeah. I damn it. you. Yeah. <laughs> I saw her and I was and like. And I want to say also from Ew. like. It's the first one that came up because it's listening to us. Maria Bello. Yes. Yes. yes I was going to say from ER too. That's what I was thinking. That's what it ER. says. Anna Delamico on ER. Yeah. 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 She's super hot. <laughs> Thanks. I'll take it. No, no. It's funny. I, I No, but she was a client. Because I saw her recently and I was like, oh my God, it's been like 30 years that um, you were quiet. Bella's going to be pissed when she hears this. Uh, anyway, ladies, it was more than fun. Thank you so much for taking Thank time so out of your evening us. with me. Thank you. I hope you both stay um, safe and sane in <laughs> you too. the Corona territory and um, be good. So thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. Yay, you guys are so awesome. Holy moly, that was so much fun. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Give Abby and Issa a big shout out on social because they deserve it. If you guys have any questions or want to know more about the Wanna Vibe podcast or the Wanna Vibe tribe, make sure you tag me on a post so that I know that you know that I know you are listening to The Confidence Crown. 